All right. You guys want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's do a podcast. Copy that. Why not? Filmmakers and photographers drinking coffee and talking shit. Welcome to Filmmakers and Photographers Drinking Coffee and Talking Shit. In this podcast, you'll hear insights and stories from four guys and maybe an occasional guest who have all come to the craft of visual media from very different starting points. I'm your host, Matt Rickman. And I am Sean Letty. I am Chris Bell. I am Randy Fitzenmeyer. In this episode, we're going to talk about marketing. We'll drink a little coffee and talk a little shit. So let's talk marketing, guys. Who here is a marketer? Yay. We all are. I <laughs> am. Whether we like it or not. Pretty much have to be. <laughs> right? If you're... If yeah. you're Solo. Yeah, so you were solo, and now you're so high? So high. <laughs> high in life, man. So back when you started out as a commercial phot- photographer, how did you, what, what was your marketing tactic? Well, way back then in the, the dark ages. The dawn of time. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Chris taught me everything I know. No. Um, I, and then Just some. pretty much old school. I would just just hit the phones hard, yeah. Mm. Cold calling phones. I would make uh, huge lists and just cold call day after day, so many hours a day. Get meetings, show the book, um, drive to Denver an hour away to show the portfolio. You would try to monopolize your time and get as many meetings as you could for Mm -hmm. that one trip. Um, Now, people will say they want to see your website. You know, get a chance to meet in person, which is... That's tough because it's all about relationships, this business, I believe. So what's different now? If you were marketing now, what would you do differently? Well, I've been around long enough that you just keep hoping the phone rings. But yeah. it's, I, it, it's still a people business, and you just need to meet as many people as possible, hmm. I think, and continue that. Um, not networking like is in networking events. That's kind of a toughie, wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I mean, anytime you can network, you know, get into an event where there's actual uh, potential customers there, you're you're at the right place. Yeah, but but your typical networking events that are set up specifically for that, I've never had like a networking a whole, breakfast kind of thing. Yeah, I've never had much luck. Yeah, because with that it's going to be uh, coffee and creatives. Well, it's going to be <laughs> your uh, dry cleaning company, the uh, correct local painter, the realtor, realtor. Oh, and there's going to be realtors there. Well, and and every everybody's there to hawk their wares. They're not necessarily looking to be sold to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like maybe they are, but. Right. I mean, I've been to some of those things, and I just felt like everyone's giving me their sales pitch. And like yeah. when I was like, "Well, I do this," it was almost like they were just like, "Cool." Yeah. And, you know, like they didn't care. They were there to tell me about yeah. that. And it's easier to that go out and network when interesting paradox when you're younger and you don't have a family and mortgages and more time to go out and mm-hmm. schmooze and have drinks and whatnot. Yeah. Randy, there's something different about you. You look so handsome today. What is it? Oh, thanks, Chris. Got a haircut. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Are you sure that's all it is? Because I don't think we've seen you since 
And I just called you Chris. <laughs> you did. I know. I was, I was, wait, I was waiting for that. To me, that's just a huge compliment. Well, so I told you I was tired. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Uh, memory and face recognition <laughs> software. It's all. <laughs> you got your braces off, man. I did. You look good. Man, oh, congratulations. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what's going on. I had, I had, to, I had to call it out because it's such a good thing. You look so good, man. Wow. So, congratulations. I can't believe it's been that long since we've had a podcast. You were back the day after we got back from our last shoot. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Has been a while, hasn't wow. it? So, wow. so Chris, marketing. How do you market your business? What's your What's your current marketing strategy? So, what do we do today yeah. to market? Uh, you know, because phone calls, uh, you know, don't work anymore. No one wants to get a call. Mm-mm. I would agree know? with that. Yeah, I mean, unless you already have an established yeah relationship. Yeah, exactly. You're following up on something. Um, you know, uh, but cold calling? No <clears throat> way. We we gave that up a long time ago. No, we go after qualified customers, and we've got various levels of, uh, of those uh, potential customers, and we will send out, we're kind of focusing, it's really, it's uh, like a Marketo uh, on the cheap, you know, on the real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got some, some tricks and things that we do to make, you know, we don't do e-blasts because those get, uh, you know, flagged immediately in promos and things like that. Those aren't getting, you know, they aren't getting past uh, Google or other, uh, you know, browser software anymore. Um, so there's things that we'll do to, to make sure that that they they're getting almost getting a personal email and it's labor intensive, but it's shown that it works. And so we'll take a we'll groom a list, and we've been grooming our list for years and years and years. And so we've got you know those core companies that we know we're a good fit for. They're working with another vendor or you know something else is going on. So we put, you know, a fair amount of time into that list, but we're always focusing in on the larger list, too, that we're touching them uh, maybe on a maybe monthly, every two months or something like that. Uh, we are, we'll, you know, for the more groomed list, we'll go to their website and see if there's anything new that we can connect with them. They've just done something recently that they're proud of or they're advertising. Uh, so if we can, you know, that those kinds of things really you know, that's a handshake for us to, you know, connect up with them. But um, that's our primary marketing tool. Other than that, it's it's word of mouth. We've been around like you, Randy, forever. So when someone calls in with a referral, we're going to treat that person uh, like royalty as best we can to um, to get their business. And you're not doing anything in, in, in print anymore, are you? No, Boy, that's that's no. a rabbit hole and gets expensive. Are you listed no. in the phone book? <laughs> nice big full page, uh, yellow yeah. page ad. We we're not like I'm sure we're not like we don't have an ad in yellow pages. Right, but sure. We uh, I would think we're listed in there. I don't but, know. But yeah, uh, like, as of like video production, if somebody but, had a phone book and they were like, "Oh, geez, I wonder who could shoot the <laughs> thing this week." Well, know. the problem with yeah, that is doing that, that's going to be like uh, Johnny's birthday party, right? Yeah. Or I hey, I need to convert this VHS C <laughs> right. tape. If you know what a VHS C is, but, no. you know, I was it, geared more towards direct mail pieces uh, and things of that yeah, nature. Uh-huh. Direct mail's like allegedly making a comeback. That's, really, that's the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the direct mail people, but we got so burnt out on it that <laughs> their marketing well, no one's doing it. Great you know, everyone's yeah. going electronic now. That now, I, I think that's the theory. I call bullshit on it, but yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, direct mail would have to be pretty unique and stand out and and be something like really cool to get. But yeah, in order for it to cut through the noise, you know, yeah. I think doing like and that's not cost efficient. Doing a filmmaking shop, I mean, having a filmmaking shop trying to market it, I think you could do a direct mail piece that was really cool with augmented reality, though. You know, if you really mm-hmm. wanted to say like, look at us, you know, send yeah. something out that's engaging. The tough thing with augmented reality is that you have to, you know, like download an app and there's a lot yeah. of there's work for the, the end part user. Of the user. So it better be pretty damn cool. Have you seen those flip book uh, like video player things? It looks like a postcard. Yeah, I have. And you open it up and it's got a screen inside and it'll play. Yeah, we thought about that for like a select few, but it's, uh, you know, I can't remember why we didn't. Probably expensive. Well, it is expensive, expensive, you know, but it's not like, it wasn't insanely expensive, but. And then it's like, what do you put on there? Just your reel? You know, yeah. I mean, it's like you, you would almost want to be more do direct that. than that. You'd, <laughs> well, exactly. You, you'd almost <laughs> want it to be one of those customized uh, yeah. type videos where, like, when you yeah. open it, it's yeah. like, "Hey, Sean, it's Chris in the game." From you know, yeah. that would cut through, and that people would go, "Whoa, I've never seen anything quite like this." So, yeah. So Sean was hitting on something that I think is pretty cool that we've wanted to get into, but just haven't found the right internal client, and that's you know, customized marketing videos. Have you guys seen these things? where you can create a video and it basically walks in and it's like, hey, how's it going? And the guy walks up to a whiteboard and then on the whiteboard he writes, Sean. You know, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "I bet you're looking for something." You know, and whatever the marketing message and he is. He wants to be as easy as drinking a cup of coffee, and it says their name yeah. right there. Uh, and know. so there's all these touch points throughout where they they take your video and then they can just churn through basically, you know, uh, what what is it like data merging? Mm-hmm. You know, the contacts into the video and then delivering the video out to. And everyone. they look. Like, it looks really good. One. And it looks really well. Because you. Huh. Yeah. So when we were investigating this, yeah. we were investigating it with Vidyard, who they're. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know if they're like the the. I think they're the people. The people who have like originated this or pioneered it or whatever, but it's one of their like flagship products. And they they said, well, if you're a video production studio and you you know you don't want us to do this, all you have to do is give us the After Effects files for your video. And so basically, all they're doing is motion tracking and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that on a piece. And then yeah, you know the text file or whatever is backfilled. But they'll uh, they'll let you make your own version of that, and hmm. then they'll put it all together for you and do the secret sauce on the back end. But and is it expensive? It's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're five figures just to start thinking about doing it. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> yeah, we've we've had a couple goes at it internally, um, but it never never quite made it. I think that what it, what into the five figures is it. Uh, Ninety-nine thousand. No, I can't remember if it was ten k or twenty-five k, but somewhere in that realm is where okay. you're starting to to look at it. And that's just to generate. Uh, I mean, does that give you some kind of infrastructure to to go from there? Or they handle the the emailing, the hosting, the data merging, mm-hmm. all of that. You stuff. basically like when I did it, we just gave them all of our After Effects files and the video, and then it's just customized mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm every client it goes out, out to. Yeah. So when we shot it in purpose. So you've so done we, this, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I, you, you know, an actor goes up to a whiteboard and then we made, Ill, you know, After Effects files of charts building on it. We, you know, had a phone drop into somebody's hand and populated the screen yep, to exactly. just, you yeah. know, we planned it all out. And they could be as simple or as elaborate as you want them to be. But that comp- the company that we worked with was in Iowa of all places, and uh, what was the you know, name they're, of it? They're, they're just you know just take just wrangling data, yeah. you know really. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. 
I'll think of it in a second. It's silver something. Silver something. Okay. Silver stream. Cool. Silver stream. Yeah. <laughs> right. Our they, they're in everything now. Yeah. But our our client retained them first. We didn't retain them. Yeah. So. It, it, it's it's cool stuff, you know. Yeah. And and Sean's actually tested it on kind of a small scale, and this mm -hmm. is you know something maybe you could do, Chris. Mm -hmm. uh, we worked with New Hope when they were um, pitching their some live streaming package thing that they were going to sell. Um, and they picked their top, was it 10 or 20 clients? Something like 10. And then they did the same thing. They just did it manually. They're huh. like, hey, Joe, from wherever, whatever. And they yeah. wrote it I'm here. on a whiteboard for real. And right. we erased it. And then we did another take. And Yeah. 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 But cool. I mean, it, what we shot in maybe, it was like an hour of work. Yeah. So almost easier than, then again, you, you, you know, that's a very, we already have these leads kind of thing. Yeah. Some of the cool technology behind this is that, like, it could be a brand new lead you've never touched before. They fill out a form. And then you populate some call to action. That's it's like, you know, see what else we can do for you. And you click on it, and now their name and their email and yeah. all these things that they just put in some form have been populated into this video. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the real, like, the cool sauce, Well, I think, yeah, it's right? super cool yeah. and expensive, but give it a while and enough people do it. and It'll be another gimmick, yeah. Absolutely. People aren't going to be impressed, and you have to move on to the next thing. That's what's tough yeah. about and, marketing. And, again, we exactly. echo this sentiment on every episode, but it's not even just that you're putting someone's name in a film. It's how creative was the piece, you know what I mean? Like, how funny was it or how unexpected was it when their name came up? Right, you can't you just phone it in. whiteboard videos yeah. all day where right. something's supposed to be written on there, and it, yeah. you know, and it wouldn't have the same, uh, the same impact, right? How about you, Sean? I mean, you uh, do stuff on the side. How do you market yourself? I do. Um, yeah, you know, uh, for a long time, um, there wasn't much, right? I mean, I had my website. Um, I didn't. I never really did Google ads. Um, I did have like a bit of a trade show booth at one point. I think we talked about this with yeah. like, things I never going to do, do again, again. Yeah. you know, or like <laughs> things I learned. Um, I spent a bunch of money on that and I figured, you know, uh, if people saw it and I was, it was at a place like a bank, you know, that it would be legitimized and I right. get all these referrals and people, and I, people are going there to do business. So, yeah. you know, you figure, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting in the day's deposits and oh a graphic designer man we really need new menus you know so you figure things like that are going to happen and nothing did yeah. um, so that was a big waste of time um, nowadays all of my side business comes basically from referral and uh, from social media stuff so I try and stay pretty active um, on social media posting new projects and things that I do and um, you know like before and afters things that people kind of would find interesting as opposed mm -hmm. to just look what I made it's a little bit of behind the scenes it's a little before and after on edits for photos and things um, I even post like you know videos I make f of my kids and stuff like that to show that I'm not all, you know I'll just I make videos about whatever it doesn't matter. Right. Um, so those are the things that I I do. Um, it's referral based. It's it's driving that traffic online. It's um, and the way I've gotten business and had people be like yeah sure let's do this is. Um, I actually became a lot smarter with how I price things. I price them in a range that I know people would actually pay as opposed to, ooh, you know, I'm worth $90 an hour and I'm estimating this project to take 10 hours. So that's going to be 900 bucks. And they're yeah. like, geez, well, we have about 300 And I can choose to do as much effort towards $300 as I want. And, yeah. you know, at this point, I feel like I've I've done enough projects where I I – can do a very good job on a quick budget, get something that's mm -hmm. serviceable and, and people will like and better than they ever could have gotten anywhere else for $300, right? Right. Um, 
And then if they want to do more, now now they've worked with me, they they have something from me already, and they're asking me to now do more. Now I have a position to, to grow that number a little bit. If now, I is that to. consumer or uh, commercial business? That's mostly, mostly consumer, um, but there's some commercial. Like I just did two... Um, the two projects I'm in the middle of right now, one of them is for a photographer. She's a wedding photographer. Um, I've second shot for her before as a second shooter at a couple weddings. And um, she just started her own marketing campaign with a company uh, in town here. And they rebuilt her website. And one of the things they asked her for was like a little mini doc about me video. So she called me up. I did that for her. Um, and then the other one was for, this is another referral, just somebody, I, I had actually done a little bit of like mentoring with a, a, a student and, um, she was trying to start her own thing and I did some video stuff with her, showed her some things. And then one of her friends was like, Oh, I'm, I'm looking to get these training videos recorded for my instructional course. She's a dog trainer and uh, shout out to some dog training. What up? And, um, so, you know, she was like, but every place is quoting me like, you know, 10, 10 G's for these 20 some odd videos I want to do. And I don't have that kind of money. And I was like, well, what kind of budget do you have? And, you know, I won't talk client budget on Facebook sure. or anything, but, you know, um, places were quoting her so high that she just wasn't an option for her. And I was like, well, the good thing about me is I don't have a shop. I don't have any overhead. I'm a freelancer. I do this on my nights and weekends. So if you're okay with the turnaround time taking a little longer, I can do this within the budget that you have. So it was advantageous for me. <laughs> Sorry. We're laughing, everybody. You can't tell what's happening, but the camera just cut the to live the stream. I was waiting for this camera to seal toy. the show. It's just a matter it of just time. just did, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, now, but, now, now, do you see that? Um, how, what do you see that doing to the industry of people who are doing that full time? What do you mean? Like the, me cutting my prices lower? To right. Work? I mean, in, in the commercial sector. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a place for everybody, right? Like, I don't think it would have been worth it for Chris to go do that shoot for the budget that she had. So he wouldn't have, I'm not, it's not going to yeah. take it work right. away from you. Right. No, no, and the, and the, the projects you're working on, I might be a little intimidated to step in on my own with no other resources or sure. crew or anything like that and, and sign on with a, a big company, you know, that's going to ask me for all this stuff. And then I'm, you know, I'm staying up till four in the morning every night to try and turn it, or I have a tech issue when I shoot. And, you know, on this, these smaller clients that are a better fit for my stuff, that's why it works because it's that good fit. They don't have a huge budget, but their expectation, you know, right. they can't get a good quality piece. So I can give them a good quality piece for their budget. And it's like, so those are the clients that I'm after. You know? It's just a different sector, but I think yeah, it's I an think interesting so. topic for people out there. Yeah. And that's another listening. thing, right? Match your, match who you're going after. And so we're on the marketing subject, right? I wouldn't be marketing myself to, you know, some giant corporation. Could I do work for them? Yeah, sure. You know, I'll come in, I'll film your, you know, your people do some interviews and we'll give you a great piece, but I'm not targeting those people because a lot of times that's going to balloon into something that I can't sustain on a freelance, you know, night, like a solo moonlighting yeah. type right. schedule. Right. So, um, so I'm looking for those smaller jobs that, that, you know, are lower risk where it's a budget that to me, the money is, is a, is a good extra chunk of change. But, you know, to somebody who's running their own shop, they're like, I'm, I can't, I can't even get into that. You know, and, and, and that's the interesting market. Cause I think that market is blown up and, and is one of the most competitive markets now in our industry. Versus what market is that? What are you the, just the, the the small low budget? Well, that's where you and I started. I mean, we Absolutely. were doing this is where we were doing the same thing. And but it's we, bigger now, and and more people are doing it as well. Yeah. you know, every person in college, out of college, with a DSLR is yeah. is tackling that. So I think it's 
Yeah. So well, the, and... the demand for media is higher. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, Matt, I was just going to say that I think um, the fact that now anybody's a small business, it could be, you know, Karen's dog walking, right? And sure. so it's like, okay, she wouldn't have had video before. But, exactly. you know, Jimmy down the street has a DSLR. He's starting to get into Premiere Rush and making stuff on his iPad. And they meet up and she's like, well, sure, do a thing for my... And now someone sees Karen's dog video and goes... Man, even Karen's got a video? Yeah. I need to get one too. Yeah. And I want it to be better than Karen's and I got yeah. money. So I'm going to buy Chris. You know, yeah. I mean like yeah. I yeah. think it, it it's like a rising uh, tide lifts all boats in a way. So you could have your small guys making small fries and then we get the big potatoes or you know, guys like you yeah. get bigger potatoes. The way I look at it. <laughs> so Facebook, word of mouth, relationships, pricing, Picking the right clients. That's yeah. my strategy. And some things, and some things don't change. Yeah. <laughs> right. Word of mouth. Not always, not always. But isn't that How funny? That that $300. Yeah, right. Whatever you got, man. <laughs> word of mouth was... $300. Would you say word of mouth was the best 100 years ago and it's still the best today? Oh, absolutely. Totally. I mean, that is... You cannot beat that whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. How about you, Matt? <sighs> How do you market... So people, I have an interesting thing. Like, it's not I'm, funny. We're in the biz. I mark for other people. <laughs> I'm well. I market for other people, and then I'm also in the unique position right now of trying to market the video business that I'm building inside of the corporation that I work for, and and then trying to market that out as well. Um, and I think it is. It's 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 kind of the same thing. Fortunately, I kind of have a captive audience. Um, I have an audience that wants what we do. Um, so it's just a matter of kind of getting the word out to them. I think the biggest challenge I face is probably just um, making people understand kind of the the costs and complications of video, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, we've, we've had people reach out to us, you know, for like an event that's in, you know, um, Philadelphia. And they're like, you know, we have a $2,000 budget. And we're like, okay. And that needs to cover your travel. And I'm like... <laughs> No. Yeah, what are we gonna yeah. walk there? No. <laughs> like you know, so that, that's a little bit off the side. But so so my you know what I'm trying to do from a marketing perspective is, you know, get the word out there. Also get the word out there that we're not AV guys. Yeah. You know right. that that we're creatives that can make you know um, you know video and motion. We're visual storytellers. We're, we're not storytellers. Yeah. And that's where well, like qualifying yeah. clients at the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing internally as it is as it is externally. Um, I just have a I have a built-in audience that I can reach out to, and they're and, kind of expecting to hear from me. And do they? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and the, the the incentive and the push organizationally is um, that they should. If they can, they should work with you on a video versus going out and seeking bids from other vendors. Yeah, and, and, and the other part of it, too, is in a lot of cases, um, um, people are reaching out or hearing about us because we're going into, most of this is at events, we're going into, a, into an event and we're helping that event monetize video at their event. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're doing, you know, we're creating, we're capturing some content and then um, that market um, within our company is able to then turn that content into something that can be sponsored or sold. Mm -hmm. You know, so when people hear like, oh, yeah, they did this video thing and they sold it for $25,000, dollars $45,000, people are going, oh, there's another way I can make money at my event. And that's yeah. where we're starting to get into it. So we're, we're productizing video mostly around events, some stuff we're doing outside of events. Um, but that's mostly how people are kind of hearing about us. So we're, it's not just a matter of... I don't ever, ever, ever want to be internally or externally the people that compete with your shop. 
Yeah. Like if, if you could hire an advanced media or you could hire the internal Informa Engage team and it's a wash, hire the advanced media people. Our value to our clients is, is that we know our markets. Yeah. And, you know, we have understanding of those markets that, that a, an advanced media wouldn't necessarily. Right. And that's kind of the same thing internally as well, is that we uh, we can do something that um, if, if they were to hire an outside video production company that they wouldn't be able to get the same, you know, the same kind of thing. And a lot of that, too, is my pitch is always like, I can take risks. I can take a lot more risks than you can. You can. You know, and so that's what kind of positions us differently. And we understand the business and some of the dynamics and the you content and the people. You think you're economically or, you know, cost-wise, do you think your costs are less than going with an outside vendor? That too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And one more question while I'm, because <laughs> these are all interesting. I'm getting really some good stuff here. Randy, I'm um, really glad we came to this interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you say you're monetizing well. it or product, Mm-hmm. the video does that 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 has to be done before the event right because then yeah. you'll you, well you, kind of so one of the big things that we're creating a product out of at an at events which Randy's going to be out in Charlotte next week helping me um, capture some of this is you capture um, you know at these events they do sessions educational sessions yeah and it and it's always seems silly to me that it's a one-time thing yeah um, and you're either there and you experience it um, or you're not, and then it just kind of you know evaporates into the ether. So what a lot of people are starting to do is get keen on the idea of capturing all of this content, putting it up into some sort of online website platform kind of thing, and then either monetizing it by selling access to it, which I'm not super keen on, or even better is selling sponsorship on top of it. Yeah. You know, selling a sponsorship for a track. You know, uh, uh, they're talking about some certain topic across the two or three days at this event, and then some business that's in that market in that industry paying ten thousand dollars to have their name attached to it for for the next year until yeah. it's, you know. And so that's where we're starting to see some really good traction um, at these events, and I think it's kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah. it's interesting, you know, all kind of the same thing. But uh, where I wanted to circle back around to was it's still word of mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean and I have talked about this a lot. We recently acquired another company. And so that's why, you know, we've got, a, we're getting a lot more exposure uh, to other businesses within our business. Um, and a lot of them are saying, yeah, we want you to come, you know, to, to tape our, you know, or to um, capture video, produce some video at our event. And I'm like, Yes, 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 we'll do it. And um, we use contractors and freelancers quite a bit, um, but I've been pretty adamant that until we get really, you know, kind of ingrained with these people, either Sean or me are on site. We're not going to just hire a local crew, send them out and cross our fingers. You know, we would vet them and some of those kind of things. Sean's really good at doing that. We have a lot of resources. But until we build those relationships, we're going to be there on the ground with them, which means we've been busy. Yeah. Super busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm traveling th- three times in the next four weeks. Yeah. Wow. You know, so anyhow. Well, that's Very cool. Good. I think yeah. there's a lot of good, a lot of good marketing. Yeah, that's talk. a pretty broad marketing uh, picture there, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if anybody's listening. Grassroots all the way to that. If anyone's listening, we're not marketing this. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's, you, people think you need, you know, and if you're serious about your website and getting, you know, organic views and stuff, you got to take care of the basics, your SEO, yeah. your, your keywords, you know, and, and optimization and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, I really think people underestimate the power of, you know, whether it's cold calling or, you know, just being 
open about what you do and telling everybody about it and spreading that word and then yeah you know telling customers you work with if you know anybody else please we you know asking for the work yeah you know ask ask to to spread your name around and 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 take care of the customers that do help you do that Mm -hmm. you know that's just the key especially in the day where it's so difficult to get in-person meetings now chris and that's a, a lot of it there's a lot of talented people in this world but are they all going to work well together? You're yeah. onto something there too, because I think you know, you and some other guy could be neck and neck as far as talent, skill, experience, whatever. But if you can like charisma, like out charisma that person, or out you know authentic. Or does that person? Do you want to spend all day yeah, in the heat of battle working together? Right. Or are you going to get along? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if someone Things seems like nature. a you know a different wet, a wet well, towel, personalities do. You know, yeah, then well, you don't. Yeah, you're talking about establishing that kind of personal connection mm-hmm. where you know it's more than just like they hired you to come out and do something, but you're part of the team. Yeah, you know? do they enjoy working with you? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How about social media, Chris? I noticed Advanced Media doesn't even have a uh, Instagram account because oh I tried my to God, tag Chris. I tried to tag you guys. <laughs> Talk some shit. So I'm right curious <laughs> how how each of you use social media. Uh, well, we're definitely woefully behind in the social media. I mean, we um, we kept up with it for a while, but it's one of those things you got so much stuff going on. It just you know, and it's like I, I'm definitely realizing the problem there, the deficit. Yeah. So we're. Uh, we are remedying. We're moving, taking steps to remedy it, but it's it's, it's tough a, if you don't have yeah. a full time person. But well, can you afford to have? Well, it? it's yeah, like yeah. hold on, hold on. I I, <laughs> I beg to disagree because I think you know what you need to do is you just need to make it a point to say you know once every other day. Yeah, we're gonna find you know thirty second hot part of our edit, some graphics, you know maybe a quick soundbite or some cool cut we did. I mean, we're advanced media, so we're mm. going to bring some cool media to yeah. the world, right? Yeah. Hey, you got to post, you got to, uh, you know, but... I, I think it's that, and I also think it's, you know, people, the whole part of social media is social, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like getting to know Chris, getting to know Zach, getting to know the people at your business. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's kind of the core. So it's not just showing your finished work. It is that. It's, yeah. But it's also, you know, a shot of Zach, you know, in the, in the editing room working yeah. on, you know, working on our latest thing. Yeah, I've, I've read, yeah and saying, you know, like even, even encouraging someone like Zach, you know, who's in the shop in the middle of an edit to, hey, when you go take your break, Hop on Facebook and 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 send yeah. our followers a quick what's up. You know, like what's up, guys? It's Zach. It's on Friday. I'm just crushing an edit right now. Or hey, it's Timeline Tuesday. Yeah. I wanted to show you guys behind me. Look at these stacks. I, right? I've read Isn't two schools crazy? of thought on that. Well, I yeah. gotta get back to it. But you know, it could be as easy as just like a quick five second check in, unpolished, to yeah. just keep the content going. Because then people are like, oh man, those advanced media guys that posted that cool new video with that, you know, that new C200 that they just got and. You know, yes. that cinema lens was crazy, and then they get all these <laughs> shares, and someone shares it with someone else, and they're like, "Dude, see, I told you the C two hundred was a." And now all of a sudden, the the conversation grows, yes. and the attention starts to. Oh, it's not falling on deaf ears, yeah. believe me. <laughs> the other thing too that I think that's interesting, and I and I watch. You can hire me as a consultant, Chris. <laughs> I already, I already <laughs> have. Come to all your social <laughs> I watched a YouTube video on this the other day, and y- you know, we've all seen the YouTube vloggers. Um, this was talking about how you could apply that to to business. You know, so 
and, and I think it would be a natural fit, you know, for all of us to do it. But even the the no, the dog the dog lady, you know, mm -hmm. having a, having a vlog talking about what she does um, and publishing with some regularity. Yeah. I think you know um, B to C, but I also think then that'll start to creep into into B to B. I think we'll start to see that over the next. I don't know, See, five years. And those are the things that like, you know, when we were talking about how do we get our name out within the company, it's not like you send out an email like, hey, guys, we're this team and we're here yeah. for you. I mean, you could, yeah. but that's just not like the way you do it. But we I mean, a lot of companies have intranets, right? Like a, a, a website for the company where you can download HR documents and check your PTO. And in our company um, is particularly good at that. They have mm -hmm. a very active um, audience and everyone's very engaged on there. Um, and, you know, doing like those weekly, like, hey, from the desk of Informing Engage, you know, this week we came across something really interesting. We want to talk to you guys about it. Yeah. If people want content, like if there's a video, they're going to just out of curiosity, a lot of times click on it and watch. Is this yeah. going to be any good? Is this anything I care about? What is this dude going to say? Um, so I think you're right. I think you could do video well, and I think vlogs. That gets vlogs. into that whole personality. People want to work with people, and people want to work with people that they can, they like, and they can enjoy. And so sure. having that come through, yeah, I think have that's a little the best preview way to do of, it. You know, with a, especially a new relationship. Yeah. Do I want to work with these guys? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, they seemed cool on that video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but man, was that was I wrong? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, let's jump into the coolest shit that we've seen. Lately, what have you seen, Sean? Um, coolest shit that I've seen. You know, I always, I always am like on the fence of like, is this going to be like, when I think of something, I'm like, is that geeky tech shit? Should I save it for that? Or do I go here? I got a call today. I'll throw this one out just to get my portion of it over with. I got a call today um, from a company called Promax. You ever heard of them? Promax, yeah, I think I have. ask your doctor about Promax. No, that, that actually was not it. Um, not. But they are they are a media management uh, yes. hardware and software company, um, and from the quick little tour I did of their website, I, I, I did set up a call with their guy, um, and God bless them for sticking with me after my very rude, because I get a lot of telemarketer calls on my oh, desk yeah. phone, so I'm like, what is this in reference to? Who is this? Yeah. And I just sound very Why are you wasting like, my time? What, what, who are you? Why? Yeah. And, uh, and then he's, you know, he said, well, you're a video producer, and you know, we're this company, and I was like, okay, I'm listening. And um, we had recently just gone through an instance where old media, old drive, digging yeah. up files came to kind of bite us in the butt and made life complicated. See, he was just marketing and timing is huge. And it was huge. And, and he happened to, I mean, in our world, that stuff they, happens they all called the time. us too. So, oh, did they? Yeah, they? This was like months ago. So I'm, I'll let you know what the, yeah. the demo is all about because I did sign up for a demo. But, okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's a hardware thing. Uh, they basically put a server in your – you guys have a server at your at Advanced Media, right? You guys yeah. work on a server? Well, a yeah. Local server? Local the, server, yeah. yeah. So that's, I think, essentially what it is. It's a piece of hardware, but a local it, server, connects your whole office, and then – But it also catalogs the media and stuff like correct. that. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a software component that, like, you know, for tagging and looking for clips and archiving and – yeah, versioning and backup. Um, they they handle all that stuff, and so sure. that sounds um, pretty cool. It actually mm -hmm. would be really cool. You still have that, to do the data entry and logging, right? Yeah, it's like anything else. You're still copying media to it, but 
and you have to. I'm sure there's some you know manual of tagging and, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, putting the metadata. But, yeah, but uh, Matt and I were talking, you know, and it's like that would work super well at like an agency, especially when you know you can talk to the owner and you have a team, you know, four guys in the coloring, you know, and four editors, and then you got you know three people doing motion graphics, and they're all working on projects simultaneously. Yeah, pass around hard drives would take forever. Yeah. Um, in our world, where we have like one or two guys, and we're all kind of in the same space, and none of us are ever really working on a project simultaneously, mm-hmm. um, and in a in a corporate environment where like you can't install a new piece of hardware or software without the chief technology officer right. giving it the okay and you know approving the purchase, I thought to myself, I just like I don't think even as as cool and as helpful as it may be, I just don't think it has a place in our workflow right now. It, it does have a place. Just, I don't think it's a good, you know, fit. Yeah. But it was cool, and and that's the cool shit I, I've seen so far. Cool, Chris. Chris, what's your cool shit? Right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> camera, yeah. please. Let's uh, pan this camera down so we can down. Here we go. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> go ahead, Nevo. Uh, yeah, no, this is geeky nerd tech shit, but it's like this is a camera we've been looking at for quite some time. Matt and I had an opportunity to work with this camera in India. Yeah. And I was always impressed with the camera. A lot of it has a. A lot of focused assist features. I mean, it does shoot 4K, very cool, of course, and it also shoots raw. Um, oh, there. Internally? <laughs> does, it shoot, does it shoot raw internally? Chris? Yeah, it shoots raw, yes, with <coughs> a CFast. CFast, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it's like whenever, you know, a new camera, you do your research, due diligence, you know, what are they, what new codecs they got coming out? They got a XF uh, a- AVC codec that's in the new firmware. Total nerd stuff. Total nerd, um, and uh, yeah. So it's uh, we're looking forward to bringing this online and uh, servicing clients with uh, you know with a, a nice camera system, a cinema lens that uh, parafocal. We talked about that in one of our our uh, uh, podcasts. Uh, so it has that, which is kind of cool. You can zoom in, focus on something, zoom out, or if you want to change your Focused by zooming out slowly as a rocker arm, which is kind of an 80s zoom thing, so I'm totally into it. <laughs> um, and I could go baby. into all of the other kind of uh, add-ons and stuff that we're planning on doing with the camera, but I, I would be stealing Randy's thunder because I'd be talking about smallrig.com. Before you go there, no, you what's go your there. favorite thing about that camera? Like, what was the thing you're like, man, like, what is it about that camera that makes it so great for you? Uh, the look. The, the color the color chemistry uh, so to speak mm-hmm. digital yeah the, color. Photo, the the picture that it takes the bang yeah the the image quality you get out of this the way it treats people the the renders it's really tones. nice to people it's super nice <laughs> well I mean, it smiled that, that is what shot, that's what you shot everything uh, in India on right that's uh-huh. right camera I'll tell you what man that stuff looks really good yeah. Really yeah. good. The range on it's incredible. Well, it's got 12 bit raw oh, shooting, 422 raw shooting. So it's got, it colors the, uh, it handles the whole color gamut and exposure range. So now, one of the things we struggled with when we got all that stuff back from India, gagging on media size. My God. So, what is, I mean, what is your plan? <laughs> well, that brings up well, my well, next topic. Well, footers even handle well, that footage? So, what they've done, yeah, they've made great strides. I mean, it's like anything, the camera that we took to India was like, get it out the door now. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but what are we going to do? But, oh, they'll figure it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, then you, you, you did. You yeah. had to figure it out. But no, it's great because now you can totally shoot proxies with the SD cards. Oh, uh, okay. 
Okay. And they've got other pro- even proxy management on here for uh, much easier editing. So you can go to town, you can do your editing and do all kinds of stuff, even do color correction with adjustment layers and all kinds of stuff. And then at the very end, pipe in those ginormous files. Wow. And can you bring them straight into uh, Premiere? What do you mean? Uh, yeah. The, the rock? Because you used to not be able to back when we, you know, almost two years ago when we first shot with that. Versus going through the Canon app? Versus converting all the raw files into something else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't played with it enough to get in there. I looked at the workflows, some of the workflows that are out there, and yeah. they even on recent ones, they have it going through the Canon, Canon app, yeah. you know, to, to, to figure that out. But it's like, but the, with the proxies set up, uh, I, I, you know, I got to believe that the workflow is like you don't have to like crunch everything over yeah. into like whatever you want to ProRes 444 or whatever you want. You can, um, it will go in and have the smarts to pull the raw media that it, it wants. Mm-hmm. That's a kick-ass camera. Congrats, yeah. man. Yeah, that's pretty Thank dope. you. We are very <laughs> yeah. excited. Yes. So, Randy, Chris says you wanted to talk about your small rig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that up to him because I've just got a small other topics. portion of the podcast. We're <laughs> just a little, little, tiny bit. This is the shit part. <laughs> Love it. Well, actually, um, since we're on this topic, uh, I'm working with another crew, and we're working on a documentary, and we just got a new camera as well, Ooh. and it's the Blackmagic 4.6K, ah. and that has an amazing image as well, and what's really cool is they came out with a new RAW format, and so it's called B-RAW, and all different compression settings, and let's say if you're shooting an interview, let's say, 12 to 1 compression, I would say that you couldn't tell a difference Boy, it'd have to be some extreme lighting or some kind of movement from, let's say, 3 to 1 compression ratio. So you can basically, or literally, I've done it, just shoot raw, pull it into DaVinci Resolve, which is my new editor of choice, and just edit the raw files like it's H.264 or ProRes. I mean, it's ridiculous. Hmm. Super, super, super cool. And great color science. And I do know DaVinci supports the C200 RAW files natively. Yeah, they do. And and for a free software and the best color grading system on the planet, that might be strong, yes. Or their studio version is the same price as Final Cut. 300 bucks. It's because they're trying to sell all their hardware. Yep. They're uh, getting people hooked on it. I see. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, I really, really enjoy their software. How long have you been using that? The camera? The software? No, the, the, the software. software. Um, the last year and a half, two years. Really? So you've totally gotten away from uh, Final Cut? Yeah. Uh, and Adobe Premiere? Well, I use Do- Adobe Premiere when I do some other things for some other people. <laughs> that might be in the room. Let's make a note of it. That's a whole other podcast because we had talked about po- potentially switching away from Premiere. Sorry, Adobe. And um, going, to, going to Final Cut because we kept and hearing when we were looking at like we were looking at all the specs on the new Macs and the processing times or the like the rendering times on these like high res like the red you know 4K red files and stuff um, or 6K red files. Anything you do and, it takes for it. Now what's even worse, I'm doing some work for another company in house editing and they are all server based mm. and now try editing doing After Effects, um, oh, color grading on... media off a server? And so you're editing all these project files that are off of a server. Now it's really slow. Oh, yeah. Versus That's like a Thunderbolt unusual. drive hook direct uh, right. that was like a RAID or something. Now you're working off of a server, even off of fiber. 
super super slow. Yeah, see, I guess I, that that's what makes me wonder about that Promax thing. It's like if you are, if it is all server based, even if it's a local server. How fast can it really be? Yeah. You know, we still have raids. High, it's not going to be a RAID 5 uh, no. Thunderbolt Hell hooked no. up to your Mac. No, but, yeah. you know, um, what, I, I, was, just what I was getting at before with yeah. the with what we were talking about is yeah. when we were investigating all that stuff, they were basically saying how, you know, sh- uh, Premiere on – no, 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 sorry, Final Cut would render out something in almost a third the time that Premiere would render it out because – um, I don't know if it's because of how it read, you know, ProRes files or something yeah, like that. It's all optimized. But, but I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, know they, what the they magic were basically is. just Somehow. saying how, like, yeah. you know, Adobe's just not optimized for Macs, and and I'm like, what? Because you, that seems like a huge discount. I think yeah, because uh, we easy. we're all set up on PCs, and man, it's Premiere. yeah, and it just flies. I mean, it's like we're we're always uh, doing. We linking. crash all the time, every day. We never crash. For real. I mean, rarely ever crash. I'm, I'm I'm really surprised that Adobe hasn't perfected that for Macs. Uh, I know because the in many cases the Mac is like the standard for creatives. Yeah, you know what I mean. Creatives would choose. You know, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a pretty boring creative to run them. Absolutely, I would watch it, guys. Watch it. Hey, we're a business. <laughs> we don't got time. Probably dudes that shoot with C two hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have time to wait around on crashing Macs and slow renders. You know, we got to get the work done I, and out I, the door. I would say yeah, what's, like what's cool time. about Resolve is that <laughs> I know you creatives are really so creative. A shop. You yeah. know, with Fusion built in, Fairlight Audio, one of the best color grading systems on the planet, and their editing system just keeps getting better and better. Might not quite be up, but they. To par, you know, with Premiere and Final Cut, some people will say, but yeah. they just came out with the new beta 16, and it's yeah, it just keeps well, getting better. It's do, pretty awesome. You know, yeah. the type of work that we do, it's not like we're doing anything. I mean, my tallest timeline is maybe 15, you know, stacks. That's a not lot. Not 32. Well, yeah, but what's to a me, stack, Sean? To me, <laughs> it's my own personal thing that I call. <laughs> you know those lines? Oh, those lines. Oh, 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 oh. Some of them have pictures, and some of them have sound. Those lines, those are his stack. When I call yeah. it, I call it a stack. When you know they start stacking up, and you're scrolling, and you layers and layers of video. I mean, well, you know, the, the big thing. Seen, like, did you ask uh, your boss for a separate monitor for your stacks? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Like a that's that, just that's like why his only goes up to twelve because it hits the top of his monitor. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, and sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll put you some tape vertical. across it. Too. You're only getting six stacks today, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make it work. <laughs> exactly. No, but the thing for me with Premiere is still the integration with After Effects and the ability to not have to render Ooh. After Effects. Like, to me, that fusions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's huge. Have you gotten your team doing that yet? Have we you that, mandated we li- that? Oh, we mandated. Yes. Okay, good. Oh, good. <laughs> because I recently well, just did a project where if I had not done that, yeah, I would have been well, screwed. and there was problems with that even on, even on the PC side. Uh, there was uh, <laughs> you it was a little buggy. You know, you would get crashes and stuff like that, but Oh, man. When, when you pulled in After Effects? Yeah, and this files? was like year year and a half ago or something like that, but now, man, it's freaking flawless. Nice. It just works great. Mhm. Yeah. My uh, coolest shit that I've seen is the Rode Video Mic Go. Have you guys seen this thing? Is it the teeny it's little? The little, uh-huh. the little like I haven't seen it in person yet. I'm Sennheiser I'm has one. Size of a this Matchbox, is smaller than maybe. the Sennheiser one, and it literally the receiver. It looks to be like an inch, inch and a half mm-hmm. big. The transmitter and the receiver. Battery's built in, so you just plug it in USB to charge it. I think you get six hours charge. Did you say out of DSLR it. on your gimbal. 
right? Yes, is that what you're thinking? exactly. Oh, yeah. Man, and yeah. the thing that I think is brilliant is on the receiver, <clears throat> the little clippy that you can clip to something is the exact size of a hot shoe. So oh, it just nice. slides right in. You don't need something extra in order to mount it. It's just mm -hmm. built in. It's Great super for smart. that trade show circuit with a gimbal. Exactly. I think, and, the, and the transmitter has a mic built into it. You can plug a mic in, right. but if yeah. you wanted just something clip, you know, yeah. uh, quick, Bitching you can just clip on. It's got a mic already in there that sounds really good for using with the DJI. But is it a little box <clears throat> that they would clip on? Yeah, that's the only thing that's a little awkward. It, it's about yeah. this, but you could you could hook you a lav up to it and yeah. clip it in their back pocket. And it's still smaller than like a. Send G3 or something. Yeah. And oh, is it like a more. mini, a little mini plug yep. into it? Yeah. yeah, so you can hook it up, you know, with a normal lav, but if you wanted something just super quick or you didn't care if it was seen or you could get it out of the shot, whatever. Yeah. I think it's super cool. And at 199 bucks, I'm going to order a couple of them because why not? I mean, just to have these little mm -hmm. wireless, you yeah. know, things. I guess they sound good. They have automatic frequency switching, so it'll detect if it's getting interference and just mm -hmm. automatically, in real time, switch frequencies between the transmitter and the receiver, and you won't even hear that it's switched. That, that kind of stuff is what's That's super, huge. Cool. super cool. That's bucks. Remember when yeah. I had to call you when we were doing Facebook <coughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on with our mic packs. I was hearing some crazy interference. Well, the one that was on our, our talent, the little door that opens to give you access to the buttons, had yeah. been open, and they were sitting on it. And so it was pressing the buttons on their mic pack, changing oh, the and frequency. it was changing the frequency by like one, just enough to be slightly off. And so wow. I'm like, what the hell's going on? The batteries are good. It's plugged all the way. I'm thinking to myself, and it didn't even occur to me because they were working. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not like we changed the frequency settings. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, those could people be, will do things and yes. sit on mic packs. <laughs> you know, and, and those all could the be time. super confusing and, to go and dive into the menus in the heat of battle oh, trying yes, to figure yes, out frequencies. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then the FCC keep, can't get it back. keeps They're changing keep frequencies, like, yeah. and you got to buy new ones. And, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that, what is this I called mean, again? Rode what? It's <clears throat> made by Rode, and it's called the Video Mic Go. G O. Hmm. Love it. And yeah, 199 bucks. I mean, it's one of those things. Even just as a backup to your main kit to throw in that. Yeah, you, we just bought know. the uh, new Sennheiser <clears throat> wireless system, and uh, it was a lot is, more than 200. dollars Is that the one that plugged <laughs> the receiver plugs straight into the XLR? No. Okay, because that's yeah. that's. Have you seen that one, Randy? It's it's from Sennheiser. The new and, mini one. And, and yeah, and it just the the receiver just literally like, plugs right into your XLR. Is it just like a lipstick thing? Kind of. Yeah. Mm. You just pop it in. Yeah. yeah. Just you know, just the Sony ones are cool on the Sony camera with the hot shoe because you can that, go wireless yeah. and you can record up to eight channels like on my camera. That's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't purchased one. I yeah. Have a need, but but right. yeah, that's, still cool. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. Rock on. Hey, guys, we're running long. I'm going to skip over our um, geeky tech shit this time. Oh, no, I had something really cool. L live streaming. We'll <laughs> no, get you didn't. Next episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, just yeah. bought it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into live streaming because I, I feel like that's a topic we could probably go really deep and really long on. We are going to talk coffee first. Um, it's good. The end. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> What's everybody drinking today? Chris, is our, Chris has got the kid-sized. What is that? And he's only drank half. I already pounded it. Was this it. coffee? I, I thought this was bourbon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a single, uh, a single shot. six ounce latte, single shot. Yeah, very. I already slammed my octa shot that Sean got. Octa shot. Yeah, you got, a, shot. you got a mocha. You got a, a kid sized latte. Kid sized latte with real milk. Okay. Octa shot mocha. I got a I got a eight ounce. Twelve. Tw twelve ounce latte with oat milk. I got a twelve ounce latte with cow's milk. Cool. So my only my only coffee addition <laughs> is that. Um, 
I was in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and I finally got to go to Intelligentsia Coffee, which I'd always heard like really good things about. I wasn't blown away. I mean, I don't know. I think I went in expecting this stuff is going to rock my world, and it, it was, only gets so good. You know, it was like you're not going to ever drink a cup of coffee where you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, I do. Depends on what they cut it with. Yeah. But what is it? Was it a Spanish coffee? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's my only thing to add is that I, I finally got to go to Intelligentsia, which I had heard you know really good things about, and I was like, meh. Our, our coffee out here in Colorado can compete with that. Yeah, we're lucky because I was as I was getting our coffee for today, mm-hmm. I was standing in Harbinger and I thought to myself, man, what would I do if they if they shut down? Like if they didn't get enough business, they had to go out of business, they shut down. Like Bindle, which is the other you know kind of craft coffee mm-hmm. shop that's well known in, in this town. Um, they got great beans. They're just more expensive. So now you're in another price range there, you know. Because everybody um, from every other state is moving here. Well, yeah. the, so, you know, there's options, right? There's like um, there's like the subscription-based services online now, which is really cool. You basically, you could try a new different kind of coffee from roasteries all around the world for the rest of your life if you wanted to. Every week you just get a new one, sample pack, whatever. Um, but, you know, I just really, I love that we have a, a craft roaster small batch <clears throat> coffee shop that is affordable and and is introducing new flavors and is just really good so i'm happy we have a harbinger so again i know we do this a lot but kudos to our guys at harbinger for making in my opinion one of the best damn cups of coffee around but i do have a special request for next episode yes you bring your machine in mr oh barista i'll have to do that at my house I yeah, it's not something you can throw into a... Is like, it's heavy and I have to drain it. And But, hey. Can we bring in some beer coffee? The, some, you know, beer coffee or something? Yeah, nitro yeah, stout or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, yeah, beer stout or coffee stout. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Why not? Yeah. But we could also do a podcast at yeah. <laughs> the house. And we could do that. Absolutely. I have, in I have a little kitchen. studio downstairs and we can, cool. or we we can, can hear record it upstairs. Well, that would be the beginning of the... The podcast would be me making everyone's coffee. We yeah. have to do that live on the mm-hmm. air. Yeah, we can I'll do, do that. latte art for everyone. And, yeah. yeah, the leaf. We can yeah, do that. The leaf. I'll have to set that one up. Yeah, tell tell your totally tell your wife who looks after two little ones that we're gonna invade her house. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how about this? I, I want to live stream if that part it, too. If we do it, <laughs> yeah. easy for us to say. If we do it on a weekend, we we can do it in an earlier time frame. She could always take the boys out to park, something like that. Give us enough time to mm-hmm. have a nice quiet podcast and. Maybe they'll make a little guest appearance at the end. A special mm-hmm. session. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. Let's do it. Yeah, totally. I'm totally down. Anyways, uh, live stream. Over. Yeah, we're going to skip over live stream. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it another time. It's it's a teaser. Ooh, sometime we're going to talk about live we're stream. We're going to do a... a Tune in every episode tech. to find out when. <laughs> no, we're, we're running over. long. We're, we're running long, so we're just going to cut this one short. We're almost to an hour. Wow. Whoa. Marketing, <clears throat> man. Lots of, lots of marketing brilliance came yeah. out of this one. Yeah, it was captivating. Well, listen, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to sit down with you guys and talk about our craft and drink some coffee. For those of you brave enough to listen to this podcast, please make sure you've subscribed on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I actually Googled our, our uh, I Googled the podcast, and it was coming up in all these different, like, I don't even know what the hell they were. I didn't click through, but cool. like, oh, that's weird, these random podcast what things out there. Uh, share it with nice. your friends and colleagues, and also, if you can, give us a little love on iTunes by rating and leaving feedback for this podcast. And lastly, go out and make something. On the next episode, we're going to talk about stories that we probably shouldn't be telling people.